The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, November 15, 2018, and it is snowing outside. Someone had to explain to me what that was falling from the sky. I had no idea. Oh, by the way, it's the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. My name is Bob. Hello. How are you? Hello, Bob. Hi. Coming up on today's show, the great Jody Hamilton from the Stephanie Miller Show is here today. Uh, Biff went absolutely nuts on Twitter earlier today, and I think we know why. <coughs> Muller! <coughs> Muller! <clears throat> Sorry, I got a thing in my throat there. Oh, oh, by the way, Trump also confessed to installing Whitaker in order to meddle with the Mueller investigation. Yes, he really did this again. This Russia thing with Trump and Russia. He did it all over again, a second time. Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Oh, and also, we know why uh, Melania forced the deputy national security advisor to be reassigned. Evidently, the East Wing is guiding what happens in the West Wing. That's the way it is with Melania. Oh, by the way, a week from today is Thanksgiving. It's so irritatingly early this year, right? But that means Black Friday and Cyber Monday are early, too. And if you're planning on scouring Amazon.com for Black Friday deals, make sure to use our Amazon link just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. Using our special all-caps link will take you right to the front page of Amazon where you can shop as normal, but because you used our link, we receive a small commission on some of the things you purchase, right? Meanwhile, you can also use our uh, Chris Lavoie Banded Masculine link beneath the logo to shop for man-scented candles for all the guys on your list. And don't miss Chris's new Spiked Eggnog-scented candle. Make your whole place smell like your drunken uncle, right? Oh, and thank you for shopping through our Amazon link for the holidays. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Charlie, get me the number for the Butterball Hotline. Yes, sir. Hello? How can I help you, sir? I'm Joe Betherson. That's one T and with an H in there. And your address? Fargo. Your street address, please? Zip code, Fargo, North Dakota, right now. My street address is 11454 Pruder Street, Fargo, North Dakota. Zip code 50504. Thank you. Your voice sounds very familiar to me. I do radio commercials for products. And how can I help you? Stuffing should be stuffed inside the turkey. Am I correct? It can also be baked in a casserole dish. If I cook it inside the turkey, is there a chance I could kill my guests? I'm not saying that's necessarily a deal breaker. Well, there are some (laughs) concerns. Two main bacterial problems are salmonella and campylobacter jejuna. First of all, I think you made the second bacteria up. And second of all, how do I avoid it? Make sure all the ingredients are cooked first. Excellent. You have an accurate thermometer? Oh, yeah. It was presented to me as a gift from the personal sous chef to the king of auto sales in Fargo. Phil Behind, the man can sell a car like, well, like anything. Very good, sir. You have a good Thanksgiving. And you do, too. Thanks a lot. That was excellent. We should do that once a week. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. 
Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. The Bob Seska Show. See, we're starting the show again because uh, my computer, both of my computers, my laptop with my sounds and my desktop computer, they both went haywire and blew a gasket. That's actually what happened. That's the technical term for it. That's what I learned from the Microsoft website. They went haywire and blew a gasket. It is uh, the Trump crisis day 665, 719 days until the 2020 presidential election. We're counting down already because we're masochists. 666 is tomorrow. That's right. That's right, 666, day 666 of the Trump crisis. That means something terrible is going to happen, I'm sure. By the way, that's Jody Hamilton right over there. Hi, Jody. Hello. Hello, hello. Jody Hamilton from the Stephanie Miller Show, also from the the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com. All right, um, where do we get? Oh, yeah, by the way, thank you to the great Jackie Schechner for joining yeah. me on, on Earth One yesterday, my interview show. Yeah, that was a lot of fun and, and quite scary. <laughs> it was terrifying. We, covered, we spent an entire hour talking nothing but Russia. We covered a lot of ground on the investigation. If you want to find out exactly what's happening with Mueller and the special counsel's office, you want to head over to our Patreon page right now. Well, not while you're listening to this show. You want to hear the rest of this show. And then you want to go to Patreon and listen to yesterday's Wednesday interview show to hear my chat with Jackie Schechner about all things Trump, Russia, Trump and Russia, all things like that. This Russia thing with Trump and Russia. That. We talked about that a lot. Uh, and that's at our, our Patreon page. Again, that's patreon.com slash Bob show or just click the all caps Patreon link at Bob Okay, here we go, digging into all the madness today. Still no tweets yet, by the way, from WikiLeaks or Fox News Channel, Jody. Interesting. That that's I think I think the rumor of them being under a, a gag order is true. The longer they stop doing that, is that your theory that it's a gag order? Because I, I kind of agree with that theory. Yeah, like an injunction. Something is like y- y'all need to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's either that or it's their lawyers saying, right, you know, saying uh, stop. Yeah. You're, you're in trouble because of X, Y, and Z. Don't don't be talking online. Yeah, because it's just it's weird because everybody was like, oh, the Fox News thing was about uh, Tucker Carlson, but they would promote that because yeah. they would want other people to boycott things. So, yeah, it, it's it's sounding more and more like to me. In my conspiratorial mind, um, that it is uh, <laughs> that they're too. under some sort of lawyer ease or gag order, judge order. Something is happening where they're not allowed to do it. Yep. By advice or order, one and, of the two. And Drudge hasn't tweeted yet either. Nothing. Right. Nothing That's at Drudge. Interesting too. I mean, it's. I mean, Drudge is weird, but. Um, the other two are more important to me than Drudge, but maybe Drudge yeah. knew some stuff. Who knows? Well, it's weird because you think like Fox News would stand to have more to lose by not having a Twitter yeah. presence at all. I mean, because yeah, it's free got, advertising. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's free. <laughs> I mean, not only do they have the network they need to promote, but they also have FoxNews.com and what's the other one? FoxNation.com, which right. is the the even more radical version of FoxNews.com. All the crap that's too crazy to be on FoxNews.com. They send over to foxnation.com and that's right. where all the crazy stuff goes to breed i don't know uh, uh <laughs> reproduce and make more crazy i think that's what they're doing over there um so we, we still don't have any explanation i mean you would think though with a boycott this is why i'm eliminating the boycott as a possibility for why drudge and wikileaks and fox news haven't tweeted anything because usually with boycotts 
they announce the boycott first. Like, okay, we'll show you. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they wag their finger and then they go silent. And that's right. the way these things usually operate. I mean, every single boycott that we've all witnessed on Twitter, whether it's from Angelo Corson, uh, that guy, mm-hmm. the um, the guy that was going after Rush Limbaugh and Fox News Channel. I mean, he would always announce these boycotts so people could, you know, participate in the boycott. Right. And uh, and that's not happening with Drudge or anyone else. We have no idea why this is going on. I mean, they're saying that maybe it has to do with the fact that they're upset that uh, Twitter is being an asshole to them. But Twitter, Twitter and Facebook are being assholes to everybody. Right. I mean, ask Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. And by the way, speaking of Facebook, we got another Facebook story that I think we're going to cover on the postmortem show today. So uh, you might want to go over and sign up for our Patreon page because that's where all the action's happening. Uh, never mind what we have to say here. It's all happening on our Patreon page. Okay. So here's to me, this is the gigantic duh move of the day. It wasn't Trump's tweets. It was the fact that Trump, in this interview with the Daily Caller, decided to blurt out his own obstruction of justice again, <laughs> like he did when he said this Russia thing with Trump and Russia. That's right. It's another Lester Holt situation all over again. Have you seen this transcript yet, Jody? I seen. I saw some of it earlier today. Yeah. The Daily Caller says, uh, uh, sure. Could you tell us where your thinking is currently on the attorney general position? I know you're happy with Matt Whitaker. Do you have any names? Chris Christie? They're fishing. Uh, And Trump says, Matthew Whitaker is a very respected man. He's and he's very important. He's respected within DOJ. I heard he got a very good decision. I haven't seen it. Kellyanne, did I hear that? And then Kellyanne chimes in and goes, 20 pages, boss. And then uh, Trump goes, ah, 20 page. And then uh, the Daily Caller says, it just came out right before this, sir. And then Trump says, well, I heard it was a very strong opinion, uh, which is good. But Whitaker is just somebody that's very respected. (laughs) Mm. We're going to talk about one of the reasons why he's so well respected here in just a second. (laughs) Stand by. Um, He continued by saying, I knew him only as he pertained, you know, as he was with Jeff Sessions. And, you know, this is Trump making up for the fact that he contradicted himself by saying, I didn't know Whitaker. By the way, I know Whitaker, but I don't know Whitaker. So he's clarifying now whether he knows and how he knows Whitaker. He said, I knew him only as he pertained, you know, as he was with Jeff Sessions. And, you know, look, as far as I'm concerned, this is an investigation that should never have been brought. It should never have been had. It's something that should never have been brought. And by the way, he said that twice. I'm not I'm not repeating myself. He said that twice. It's an illegal investigation. And, you know, it's very interesting because when you talk about not Senate confirmed, well, Mueller's not Senate confirmed. Thank you, Mr. Uh, President. (laughs) And, you know, by the way, Jody, he's totally going to get away with it again. You can't keep getting away with it. (laughs) Maybe not anymore. Maybe as of January. You can't keep getting away with it. Right. In January, that all ends. He's no longer going to get away with it. because the thing with Mueller, though, as far as being a special counsel, People have to be vetted by the Senate if they report directly to the president of the United States. That's Mueller right. reports to somebody that reports to the president. Therefore, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be vetted for this job. Yes, and the special counsel or any special prosecutor has never had to be right. confirmed by the Senate. This is not a right. Senate confirmable position because, again, he's being appointed by a mm-hmm. political appointee who right. was, in fact, as you said, vetted by uh, the Senate already. Yeah, I mean, it was already confirmed. So he, he doesn't report. If somebody reports 
directly to the president of the United States. They have to be confirmed like cabinet members yeah. and deputy cabinet members. They have to be confirmed by the Senate. This is a special counsel. Has nothing to do with reporting directly to the president. No. Therefore, uh, by the way, he was vetted and cleared by the Senate for FBI and other things. Oh, yeah, U.S. attorney. He was vetted yeah, as a U.S. I attorney, mean, too. He's already been vetted anyway, but regardless, it's it's not, he doesn't have to report directly to the president, unlike mm-hmm. Whitaker. Right, exactly. And, you know, there's some controversy around whether or not this has been legal. There's a uh, Federal Vacancies Something Act. It's the FV, I don't have it in front of me, but it's a, it's a law that was passed, I believe, in the 90s. That says that the pre- it's okay for the president to do this uh, for temporary appointments. For well, like a recess appointment would be temporary as exactly well. Exactly right. Yeah. And then the the conflict comes, however, not only with the Constitution, but the conflict all also comes with uh, regard to I believe it's U.S. Code Section five hundred eight. Section five hundred eight basically says that the, the any uh, position like Attorney General has right. to be confirmed by the Senate at some point, of even course. if it's an acting attorney general like the deputy attorney general would be like rod rosenstein already has been so it makes sense for him to be upped into the acting attorney general spot temporarily until trump appoints whoever chris christie or whatever name they pull out of a hat for that post gene judge janine judge janine jesus christ you know what i wouldn't be surprised if trump replaced Mueller with janine pirro I mean, that's, I wouldn't either. That's an actual thing. We talked about that yesterday with Jackie Schechner on the interview show, where it's entirely likely that. Oh, you know, we also talked about it with Stephanie Miller uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, it's entirely likely that Trump could go with Janine Pirro, and you know what? She she's not without experience. I mean, she was no, the she's pros- a judge. You know. she, she was the prosecutor who though who went after Robert Durst. Right. Uh, famously chronicled in that HBO uh, mm-hmm. series called The Jinx, I believe it was. And so that would be the pretext, I guess, for Trump to make a case that Jeanine Pirro has the experience to be a special prosecutor. But I think they're going to have to do a breathalyzer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or just look for anything in her pocket that's shaped like a giant box of wine. Exactly. Because, she, you know, she carries it around on her back like Yoda, right? Like <laughs> Mark Hamill carried Yoda. Jeanine Pirro carries her box wine right there on her backpack, on a little satchel with a, with a hose leading to her mouth. Um, but, you know, again, here's Trump once again confessing to uh, mm-hmm. installing Matt Whitaker. I mean, this is the this is how Trump's brain works. This is the right hand turn he takes. He says, you know, I knew him only as he pertained, you know, as he was with Jeff Sessions. And, you know, look, as far as I'm concerned, this is an investigation that should never have been brought. Well, this discussion had nothing to do with Russia. It had to do with the acting attorney general who's supervising a lot of shit. Right. The Daily Caller never said, well, what about Matt Whitaker as it pertains to Russia? And then Trump goes, well, let me tell you something about Trump and Russia. This Russia thing with Trump and Russia. Russia. He just blurts this shit out. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, Jody, what my ongoing thesis is with Donald Trump is that Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Yes. And here we are. And, I, you know, I wonder, even at this late stage where we're already talking about the final big ass conga line of indictments that we're expecting any time now. On top of that, we've got the forthcoming Mueller report and the anticipation of that. And here's Trump continuing to obstruct justice. Mm-hmm. Continuing to confess to the fact that he installed Whitaker. Now, if he really wanted to separate Whitaker from Russia... He could go ahead and announce, look, I've ordered Matt Whitaker to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, 
right? That right. would mean that Trump is telling the truth, wouldn't it? I mean, it would mean he was being honest about <laughs> what's going mm-hmm. on with Whitaker. Oh, I just thought he was a good guy and I put him in there. No, that's completely obviously. I mean, that's what just that's the whole gaslighting thing. Once again, it's just like, obviously, he's installed Matt Whitaker to flummox the Russia investigation. Otherwise, he would just allow Rod Rosenstein to step up temporarily, be uh, acting attorney general. I mean, after all, technically speaking, Rod Rosenstein is the at- acting attorney general on Russia or was Absolutely. until. Yeah, or, or was until Matt Whitaker was installed. Right. So Rod Rosenstein has actually been demoted from being acting attorney general in the Russia uh, investigation in that context mm-hmm. to, to just being deputy attorney general again. Yeah. And I guess, you know what, ultimately, and I think I mentioned this on the show uh, last week, is that ultimately, I don't think Rosenstein cares. Do you think Rosenstein right. for a second wants to continue to receive death threats through his email yeah. and Twitter and so on? I don't even know if he has a Twitter, but nevertheless, I'm sure this has been utter fucking hell for Rod uh, Rosenstein to deal with all the red hats, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to deal with that either if I were him. Um, it's just... Uh, mm. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, this was maybe the, uh, the most disgusting piece of Trump news today. And this has to do with the assassination of mm, Khashoggi. Yeah. Uh, remember when um, we heard that Mike Flynn was plotting with uh, Turkish officials to hijack this uh, Turkish cleric who lived in the Poconos to, uh-huh. to hi- no, I, I hijack? Why did I say hijack to kidnap? Is that one. Either one. It works. Yeah. Either way. That works. Either it word works. functions. Yeah. Mike <laughs> Flynn wanted to work with Turkey and Erdogan mm-hmm. to kidnap uh, this this cleric. who's living with a green card as a legal U.S. resident Mm -hmm. in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And they were going to kidnap him, send him back to Turkey, where surely he's going to be tortured and killed, if not imprisoned for life in one of those terrible Count of Monte Cristo prisons. You know what I mean? Oh, did yeah. I just say count? To, did I mean to say you said Monte, Crisco? I, I, said I know Crisco. you meant Cristo. You know what? Uh, That's the Shawshank Redemption in me blurting uh, out because in the Shawshank <laughs> Redemption he says Count of Monte Crisco, and then of course Andy Dufresne. I, has I think to that's correct. the name of the show now, Count of Monte Crisco. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Then we've already come up with the name of the show. At this <laughs> twenty minutes in, and we're already there. Okay. Well, that's great. Glad to hear that. That makes my life a lot easier when we're done with the show. You know, when we're done with the show and the big, gigantic breaking news story occurs. Right. That's when when the indictments come down at, you know... 2.30 2.30 your time. That's right. 3.30 your time. So what's going on now with this situation with this uh, this Turkish cleric who's uh, on the chopping block? His name is, by the way, his name is uh, Fatullah Gulen. Uh, the That's white- a good name. Yeah, Fatullah Gulen. That was my radio name back in 1978. <laughs> I was just- <laughs> Brief stint doing radio in uh, in Damascus. It was this Fatula Gulen here with you on the slow jazz. <laughs> you played all the slow jazz, but yeah, I played smooth jazz. That was a Fatula Gulen. It was like a Venus flytrap kind of show. Yeah, totally. Had mood lighting and come on. And you stuff. would have the you would have had Chris Lavoie's candles before they invented them. <laughs> That's exactly right. The spiked eggnog candle. Just a whole <laughs> shitload of them lined up on the yeah, console. Totally. The whole room smelled like a drunken uncle on Thanksgiving. Fatula Goulden and Banded Masculine <laughs> here with Goulden. you on the smooth jazz. <laughs> That's right. 
So uh, this, uh, according to NBC News, the White House is looking for ways to remove an enemy of Turkish wow. President Erdogan from the U.S. in order to placate Turkey over the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. That's crazy. Um, and this is all in the name of defending Saudi Arabia. This is such mm -hmm. a clear case in which Trump is trying to do a quid pro quo with mm -hmm. a legal U.S. resident. Mm -hmm. This means that anyone could be mm -hmm. on the chopping block with Donald Trump if it serves his political purposes, his financial purposes. He's obviously got lots of financial ties with Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so now he needs to do whatever he has to do to protect Saudi Arabia in this case in which they've obviously and very clearly assassinated yet another U.S. resident, Khashoggi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in order to cover that up, he's willing to trade Fatullah Gulen and his smooth jazz radio show <laughs> um, over to he's willing to hand this guy over a yeah. legal U.S. resident a green card holder over to Turkey to basically be killed so basically Donald Trump is solving one assassination With by another. engaging in another assassination exactly right um, I, I, you know I don't think he would limit it just to legal residents I think he would limit it I think he would expand it to natural born citizens as well as naturalized citizens. Oh, I yeah. don't I don't put it past him at all for any of this. Yeah, it's a slow like domino process mm -hmm. happening here in which Trump is slowly making a case that he can just start arresting dissidents. He can start mm -hmm. uh, sending dissidents overseas to black sites, disappearing people who he disagrees with. These are all things that I think are well within Trump's capability. And as as the commander in chief and as the guy who basically oversees the entire intelligence community of the United States, Donald Trump could do this quietly and secretly and mm -hmm. no one will ever know. Well, the Patriot Act alone gives him some cover. Exactly right. And then, obviously, his l lack of attention to the you know constitutional strictures on the office, he's willing to do whatever he has to do to get rid of people he doesn't like. Right. In this case, the, the White House, uh, according to NBC News, the White House specifically wanted details about Gulen's residency status. In the U.S., uh, Gulen has a green card, according to two people familiar with the matter. He's been living in Pennsylvania since the 1990s. Wow. Right. And so now, but it doesn't matter to Trump if it means that he's he gets in good with his financiers in Saudi Arabia. Um, a spokesman for the National Security Council declined to comment. The FBI also declined to comment. The State Department, Justice Department, Department of Homeland Security did not respond for uh, to requests for comment. A lawyer representing Gulen declined to comment. A Turkish official said the government does not link its concerns about the Khashoggi murder with Gulen's extradition case. So they're trying to cover their tracks here a little mm -hmm. bit, but it's not going to work. I mean, obviously, I don't think this guy, if this guy goes missing, if anything happens to this guy, if this guy gets so much as a splinter or a hemorrhoid, I think you yeah. have to look at Donald Trump and, you know, obviously... Uh, adapting some of Mike Flynn's tactics from before Mike Flynn was, uh, you know, indicted and started cooperating with the special prosecutor. So this is this scary stuff, man. It's it's. I'm just glad I'm not famous enough for him to have his radar on me. I know, I know, and, <laughs> and you know, I, I don't know if you feel this way too, Jody. But what I obviously I love tormenting the president on Twitter. We've all gotten into the habit of responding to his tweets and so on. 
I do on occasion. I called him uh, whiny McSmall hands a couple of times. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, I go after Donald Trump Jr. all the time. In fact, right. I, I enjoy going after Donald Trump Jr. more so than going after Donald Trump Sr. And I would right. much rather see Donald Trump Jr. in uh, federal prison than Donald Trump that'll Sr. That'll be soon. Do- that'll be soon, Bob. Keep I, the faith. I can't wait. Keep the faith, Bob. Keep the faith, Bob. You know, that's going to be so exciting because, and, and here's how I differentiate Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump Sr. And that is that Donald Trump Jr. sawed that elephant's tail off. Yes. And with a with a pocket knife or whatever the hell yeah. he used. Uh, you know, he used a, I don't know what, a circular saw. I have no idea what he used to chop off the... Whatever the, he did, it was awful and horrendous and disgusting and... F that guy. Right, right. And they're they're both basically on the same level politically and in terms of disruption and spreading mm-hmm. propaganda and lying and all that stuff. It's kind of a toss-up between who's worse, the president or the president's kid. But yeah. when you're deciding, when I'm personally deciding which person I hate the most, and I sit here and I do spend a lot of time uh, really? sitting in my office going, hmm, who do I hate most? And I'm twirling my mustache and contemplating. <laughs> Who Sitting deserves, like the thinker. Who deserves my outrage more than anyone else? And that and the winner is invariably Donald Trump Jr. And it's because of what he's done to those animals. That's yeah. the dividing line. I don't see Donald Trump ever out there shooting elephants and No, he doesn't hunt. Apparently he's kind of proud of that, which is fine. I mean, that's one sort of redeeming quality, I can yeah. say. Um but then yeah, again, no, he does sons are he he Awful. hunts he hunts Turkish clerics. That's what he Donald does Trump do that. Does. He does do that. God damn. There is that. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I was going to say the problem with going after these guys on Twitter that I'm always cognizant of is the fact that I could get uh, audited because I mean, it wouldn't take much for Trump to be scrolling through his mentions and say, "Eeny meeny miny mo." Oh, this guy Seska's got to go. And then he like put, puts his little little stumpy finger up to his screen and goes. And calls in Kellyanne Conway. Let's audit that guy. Let's get the IRS to audit that guy. And then suddenly Nixonian. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the kind of thing he's been doing. And, you know, if I was if I was someone like Lawrence O'Donnell or uh, Jim Acosta or Peter Alexander, you know, all these guys uh, who are directly in Trump's radar, I wouldn't be surprised if they were getting audited left and right or whatever other harassment they're getting from trump's goon squad whatever that may be you know keep the faith bob okay uh so in addition to all of this there's another situation happening with melania trump yeah this is weird right it's a it's a weird weird situation but we now have a uh an explanation the best we have an explanation (laughs) for why uh melania trump had this uh, Deputy National Security Advisor reassigned. I don't think uh, she's been fired, but I think Mira Ricardell. Is that how you spell it or pronounce it? I last have time? no idea. Ricardell. Ricardell. I don't know. Ricardo, how you... like Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, it's M- Mira Ricky Ricardo. That's her <laughs> name. Mira Ricardo. I think uh, that's uh, it. Ricardo. Ricardo. Right. Ricardo may be the right way. Uh, we're going to dig into that story right after we talk about uh, Harry's razors for the holidays. And, Woo-hoo! you know, it's that time of year when we have to decide. We've got a bunch of people on our list for, for shopping. And, and a lot of those people are people that you just happen to see at a party or something like that. Or maybe, uh, you know, your your relatives are way far away and you need to just send a gift. You need to have a gift shipped to them. Well, rather than, ha- than buying something and having it shipped to you and then ship it then wrapping it up and shipping it off to whoever you're sending your gift to why not try 
Harry's Razors, a holiday shave set from Harry's. You know it's hard to pick the right holiday gift for any guy. It needs to be something practical, your holiday gifts, personal, affordable, and the perfect gift, as I said, the holiday shave set from Harry's. I love my Harry's razor. Everyone knows that. It's so comfortable. It's the closest shave imaginable. Harry's makes quality blades built to last at a super reasonable price. Their German engineered blades goes for as little as two bucks. So the guy who gets a Harry's gift set also gets the gift of saving money. You save money too when you're gift buying with gift sets starting at just $10. Plus, uh, you can personalize your gift with engraving and the handle color of your choice and with 100% quality guarantee. As a special offer for fans of the show, we're partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including your limited edition holiday sets, when you go to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Plus, you'll get free shipping. This offer is for new and returning customers and is only available for the holidays. Each Harry's shaving set comes with an ergonomic weighted handle with the option to engrave five-blade German-engineered cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave, foaming shave gel for a rich lather, but wait, there's still more a travel cover to protect your blades and a handsome holiday gift box just want something for yourself well of course you can redeem a harry's trial offer to experience the quality of shave uh, of their shave before you commit get your holiday shopping done early free shipping ends in december uh, on december 12th so mark your calendars for that get all of your shipping needs done before then so act now go to harrys.com slash b-o-b-c to get five dollars off a harry's shave set while supplies last that's harrys.com slash b-o-b-c do it right now the Bob Show. Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to our Thursday show. Uh, we're here with Jody Hamilton from the Stephanie Miller Show and the From the Bunker podcast at from-the-bunker.com. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention our Patreon page. Best way to support this show is to go to our to our Patreon page and sign up for a one dollar monthly subscription at Patreon. Um, you don't get any. You don't necessarily get any bonus content for that. You don't get the postmortem show or the ultimate edition of the free show at the one dollar level. But at the one dollar level, you get to participate in one of the fastest growing podcast communities on the internet. Right over on our Patreon page, a lot of great uh, listeners of this show. You can uh, talk to them and uh, get in and all the goings on over there with our uh, co-mayors, our various co-mayors, Ziggy Blue and Andrew Coutinho, and uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, David Roberts, all three. <laughs> We've got three mayors of Sescaville over there. And you can uh, join in all the fun and festivities on our Patreon page. Just $1 a month. You won't even notice that. This is like 12 cents per show. That's your level of support. And, uh, you know, as I keep saying, we've got, uh, I don't know, five figures. We've got between twenty and 25,000 downloads per episode of the show. And everyone, if everyone who downloaded this show just signed up at $1 a month, well, do the math. Do the math. It makes <laughs> The math makes me very happy in this case. Usually, that would be awesome. Yeah. Usually I'm shy about math, Jody, but uh, that kind of math. I, I'm all in favor of that kind of math, I assure you. Again. I was told there would be no math, Bob. <laughs> well, in this case, I think this is easy. This would be 20 to 25,000 <laughs> times one. 
I think that pretty much works it out. Pretty easy. Even a math stupid like me can figure that one out. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, again, our Patreon page can be found at bobseska.com, and all you got to do is click the all-caps Patreon link just beneath my bulbous head in that logo right at the top of the page, or you can just go to patreon.com slash show. Thank you for doing that in advance. Okay. So here's why uh, Melania had Mira, the deputy national security advisor, reassigned. Uh, it has something to do with, remember when uh, Melania went over to Africa and she was dressed like the villain from Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, I remember, <laughs> remember that. that? She, she looked like she needed to go get some Ark and then go be a Nazi. <laughs> well, apparently the line, the official line from the White House, if you want to believe what this White House has to say, the official explanation that it had to do with this uh, trip to Africa This is partly rooted in a bureaucratic dispute over the seating arrangements aboard the First Lady's plane. Oh, my God. As she flew to Africa last month during her maiden solo trip abroad. As the East Wing prepared the flight manifest for the marquee trip, Deputy National Security Advisor Mira became angry that seats on the First Lady's government jet were assigned to a larger-than-usual security entourage. And I wonder if that security entourage is uh, made up of federal employees and Secret Service or if that's all Mm. private security, which Mm. case I wonder if it's private security supplied by the Trump organization, Um, then paid for by American taxpayers. That's my big question. I always always look for ways in which Donald Trump is going to try to profit off of some of these things. So Melania needed a larger than usual security entourage and a small press corps with no seats whatsoever for uh, Mira or another or any other NSC staffers, according to U.S. uh, current U.S. officials and others familiar with the trip and its aftermath. Policy experts from the NSC and State Department were advised to fly separately and to meet the first lady's party on the ground a practice the State Department had uh, often used, but uh, Mira Rickmer objected straight. I'm just, just, I'm just making noises for the last name because I don't. <laughs> I would rather just make a silly noise than just perpetually be getting it wrong and then mispronouncing it every single time a different way. So, but uh, Mira Rickmer objected strenuously. <laughs> those people, everyone's going to be so irritated and annoyed with me. I know. I'm just, I'm dreading the comments now about this one. No, don't. Just um, embrace them. Well, this uh, deputy national security advisor objected strenuously, those people said. She threatened to revoke NSC resources associated with the trip, meaning no policy staff would advise the first lady during her visits to Ghana, Kenya, Malawi, and Egypt. Well, she could always get that guy who melted at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark to help right. her out. Yeah, the, 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 the bald guy, Tote, I guess his name was. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the black hat, the bald guy with the weird right. glasses. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the glasses survived, right? He's got the imprint of the pendant on his hand because yeah. he tried to grab it out of the flames and it burned him right. and he screamed out. That. So Melania needed that imprint in order to find the Lost Ark. And find, you know, you have to have that when you go down to the Well of the Souls and use the light to go through. The th- I'm just... Rambling. I'm such a nerd. I'm just, I'm a really big nerd. nerd. So, bad blood between uh, Rick Hartle and Melania Trump and her staff continued for weeks after the trip, with the first lady privately arguing that the NSC's number two official was a corrosive influence in the White House and should be dismissed. Mm. You know what's occurred to me about Ricardo is the fact that, and by the way, I'm settling on Ricardo. Um, uh, yeah, there was that, remember the anonymous New York times, uh, article about all the horrible things happening inside the white house. Uh huh. 
What if it's Mira Ricardo? And I'm a... I mean, she would know, wouldn't she? I mean... She would. Because remember, Jody, the anonymous op-ed was written from almost a national security point of view. That Donald Trump right. was uh, flummoxing American national security uh, through his incompetence and so on. Anonymous. And what if this has to do with that? What if they're actually saying it's Mira Ricardo? Uh, who did that and they're just using this as a cover i don't know why they would do that i mean you think it would behoove them politically to say we found the leaker we found right. anonymous look at us i have the greatest investigators in this white house the most tremendous and so you know just be something for them to brag about so maybe that's not right. a good explanation i had the jody i had the initial explanation that maybe uh, trump was sleeping with ricardo yeah that's what i thought first but um, she's not Hope Hicks looking. Yeah, and of course, the idea of Trump sleeping with anybody is just, I know. I mean, just the thought of anybody anymore yeah. wanting to do that with him ever, uh, and ever. That, that's something will always baffle me. I mean, to the day I die, I will, I, you know, here. I will be on my deathbed, Jody, and I'll be laying there going, how the hell did that ghoul, that slob, that that lumpy, doughy piece of shit ever have sex with any other human being? How was that even possible? <laughs> it boggled. I mean, I know why certain women married him for obvious reasons, yeah. but um, I don't understand anybody that didn't get to marry him. And I use get to in quotes. Right. Um, Going with him at all whilst he was married. Yeah. I do not understand that. I will never understand that. It is disgusting to me. With his, he is so vile. With his mushroom penis and his right. yeti his, pubes. And, and his teeny tiny hands. They can't do anything for you. But you know what? He's got great tits. Uh, there's a, a bonus there. He has so, some nice moobs. Yeah. So if you're into great boobs on a guy. <laughs> Moobs. M-O-O-B-S. Moobs. That's right. That's your guy. I mean, if you really want like a big old pair of nipples to, to grab If you're like, onto. you know, gay adjacent, if you're a girl. See? You know, what, he's got moobs. What happens on this show every time you're on? I heard you guys talking about this on the Stephanie Miller show, because now it's happening on the Stephanie Miller show, where the Stephanie Miller show gets all wacky and weird whenever Jody is on. <laughs> it's my fault, apparently. And it's not, it's not like you're particularly weird. You just, it's this, this weird vibe that just washes over the show. Anyway. Anonymous. So, anyway, so, yeah, so where were we? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Trump's nipples. Boobs. So, his bulbous nipples. That's so gross. What if he had. Does he just, have a nubbin like like Chandler did on on uh, on Friends? He had a nubbin, remember? He had a third nipple. Oh, he had a nubbin. Oh, so, oh that's he had now a that's superfluous even, nipple. See, these are things I know. I'm nerdy on Friends. Yeah, you know who else has a, an extra nipple is Mark Wahlberg. So, really? Yeah. And just notice, I mean, because he's always walking around with his shirt off. I'm surprised you haven't that's noticed. That's true. <laughs> It's got the third nipple. This. Why did this show take a weird turn? It's all my fault. You know what? I'm blaming Jody for the weird vibe, but it's always me. It's always me. I had to go there. I had to go down the road of Trump's disgusting nipples. Wait, I have to ask you a question, though, before we move on to something important. Okay. Um, uh, so what disguise did you wear to vote more than once this year? Oh, that's, of course, as always, Batman costume. Oh, duh. Yeah, just big Batman costume. The Yeah, the whole thing. The latex rubber, you know, the right? boots, the gloves, everything. Well, see, uh, I wore my Batgirl from 1968 and my Catwoman from 1968 and my 1969 Star Trek science officer outfit. So I'm good. That's right. Did right. he really say, Donald Trump really said that... Mm -hmm. 
that there are illegal voters who are dressing up in disguises and going back mm-hmm. and, and voting. Yes. In red districts, because you really uh, want to wait in line for hours and hours twice. So they're dressing up like, what, the Joker and the Penguin? Or just putting on a beard and mustache, like I'm going to have to put on a mullet over the weekend, because that'll be really attractive looking. Um, oh, so, you my know. God. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> What is wrong with him? I think I don't he just no. I mean, I guess if you have a captive audience like the Red Hats who will believe any bullshit you throw out there. Yeah. You can just you can have so much fun with that. I mean, he's got to be just like a kid in a candy store where oh, everyone <laughs> 40% of the United States voting population believes every goddamn ridiculous bit of gibberish that falls out of Donald Trump's mouth. And onto his I have Twitter. relatives that believe him, so trust me, I'm so do not I. immune, unfortunately. Oh my God, so do I. Oh, I can't wait for the holiday. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. That's just <laughs> I don't be, have to see them, luckily. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of drunken screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah, fake news! Let me tell you one more time how fake the news is, you and your fake news. <laughs> this will be great. Okay, well, thanks, Mom. Thanks for... <laughs> All right, so uh, what else here? What other bit of madness are we facing down today? Uh, Oh, yeah, so I guess we need to talk about Michael Avenatti. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. The first story I read, I was like, oh, no. And then the second was his recent ex-wife is like, no, he never, he's not like that. So I, I'm not sure. And isn't Jacob Wall, isn't that his name, involved in this too? Yes. Yes, he is. that's problematic. Now, with this story, I'm still going with Occam's razor on this story. Right. I think the simplest explanation is the real one, that Michael Avenatti lost his temper and there was a Mm -hmm. fracas. And then he was arrested on felony charges of... uh, uh, domestic abuse. So as a result, um, he's been taken into, into custody and right. charged with uh, felony domestic violence, right. uh, $50,000 bail, and everyone goes, including me, we go, huh, not surprising. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Right. And, and it's not because uh, I have disagreed with Michael Avenatti taking on Donald Trump. That's not, I'm not judging him based on that. I'm judging him on based on the fact that He's not content to just be a guy who's suing Donald Trump and and pursuing Donald Trump legally. He's turned into a bit of a tabloid guy by making sensationalistic claims, by flummoxing the Brett Kavanaugh situation Uh with false charges. And you just go, Jesus, God, um, not helping, not not helping at all. And then you hear something like this. And I go immediately to a guy like Michael, uh, uh, not Michael Wiener, but uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony Wiener. Anthony Wiener. I go, Jesus, the, the lack of judgment is staggering. He's not just uh, screwing himself. He's screwing everyone who said even a positive. I mean, Lawrence O'Donnell has got to be shitting himself because right. Avenatti basically had a, a tent set up on the set of uh, of the Lawrence O'Donnell show where Avenatti was on for weeks and weeks on end mm-hmm. as basically Lawrence O'Donnell's lead off guest. Right. And so everyone's got to be going, including including Lawrence O'Donnell. I can't believe we were really went along with this guy. However, then we start to hear mm-hmm. news that this might not be on the level as far right. as domestic if domestic violence charges can ever be on the level. Right. But this might be a situation where Michael Avenatti was set up and his first right. reaction was to tweet 
I'm coming after you. Uh, what is it? Surefire Solutions? Is that right. what it is? The that's out of the kid's basement where his mother is. Yeah, Surefire Intelligence. Uh, right. Yeah, he screamed. Michael Avenatti's first reaction was to scream about Surefire Intelligence, which is Jacob Wall's phony baloney right. investigation firm. Right. Right. Well, we also heard this from a, as in a statement from Lisa Story Avenatti's lawyer. Right. Uh, this is uh, Michael Avenatti's ex-wife, is it? Right. And it wasn't the original story that he hit her, or was it somebody else? And it's, it's all very confusing, but here's the statement from Lisa Story Avenatti uh, and her legal representation. My client and I have reviewed the TMZ article alleging that my client, Lisa Story Avenatti, has been injured. Yeah, see, it was her that is claiming that, that, that the story was about was her. Okay, so it said that uh, my client, Lisa Story Avenatti, has been injured and that Michael Avenatti has been arrested as a result of some incident that occurred between them. This article is not true as it pertains to my client. Miss Story right. Avenatti was not subject to any such incident on Tuesday night. Further, she was not at all Mr. Avenatti's at Mr. Avenatti's apartment on the date that this alleged incident occurred. My client states that there has never been domestic violence in her relationship with Michael and that she has never known Michael to be physically violent toward anyone. And by the way, I like that they use the proper usage of toward and not towards. Right. <laughs> it's toward toward anyone. Thank you. So, yeah. So the, the her lawyer knows what he's talking about. My client requests that the media respect her privacy and that the party's uh, young son. It goes on and on and on. Right. Uh, then also, um, Christine Avenatti Carlin, who is another ex-wife, right? Okay. I have known Michael Avenatti for 26 years. We met when he was 21 years old, and we were married for 13 years. Michael has always been a kind, loving father to our two daughters and husband to me. He has never been abusive to me or anyone else. He is a good man. So TMZ updated its story to reflect the fact that the uh, complainant was a woman but this time she had red marks on her cheeks. Our law enforcement sources say Avenatti was arrested Wednesday after a woman filed a felony DV report, domestic violence report. We're told her face was swollen and bruised with red marks on both cheeks. Then at 4.05, when news broke that she'd been granted a restraining order, TMZ decided right. that the woman had initially threatened to get a restraining order. We're told Wednesday afternoon the woman was on the sidewalk on her cell phone with sunglasses over her eyes, sobbing and screaming on the phone, I can't believe you did this to me. I'm going to get a restraining order against you. And then uh, I'm reading uh, from uh, Wonkette here. Uh -huh. Wonkette comments, uh, gosh, it's almost like someone fed them the story in advance and they wound up furiously backpedaling when the details turned out to not line up at all. So you can color us skeptical that Avenatti had ever announced his guilt by saying she hit me first. That right. was the thing that, that doomed her. Yeah, that was the weird thing. Yeah. 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 When the story first came out, the yeah. guy has spent the last six months on camera and he's suddenly shouting inculpatory admissions of violence in front of a room full of witnesses. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, he's too smart a lawyer to do that. Yeah, and then we see this tweet come down from Jacob Wall's phony baloney investigation firm. Uh-huh. It says, uh, surefire intelligence strikes again. And then a the quote tweets, uh, John Passantino, news Michael Avenatti has been arrested for felony domestic violence and is currently in LAPD custody. So this could absolutely be Jacob Wall at a setup. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was arrested, so there's no doubt about that. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, as soon as you bring Jacob Wall into it, you go, hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Actually, this reminds me that um, uh, wasn't <laughs> Eric Schneiderman. Mm-hmm. Eric Schneiderman has yeah. managed to avoid sexual abuse charges. Remember, they took down. I Eric remember Schneider. that. Yeah, and that was a big news story. Uh, what, like a year ago or something like that? Because mm-hmm. Schneiderman was really breathing down the neck of Donald Trump. Interesting how yeah. Schneiderman and Avenatti are both enemies of Donald Trump. Yeah, and now they've both been taken down on these accusations. Mm-hmm. But we learned the other day that former New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman appears to be getting uh, off easy following allegations that he was abusive in relationships. Special prosecutor in charge of the six-month investigation into the allegations that ousted Schneiderman came to the conclusion that charges couldn't be brought against him. The lack of uh, laws explicitly explicitly prohibiting... Oh, God damn it, with these pop-ups. No, I don't (laughs) want to subscribe now to the Jewish voice. That's what Why I'm, not? Come that's on, what I'm Bob. from. Okay, there. Now I just made it go away. <laughs> the, lack of, the lack of laws explicitly prohibiting the kinds of physical abusive behaviors alleged against Schneiderman was cited as a primary reason for not moving forward with the charges. Uh-huh. Um, or this could just be that these were artificial charges trumped up against Schneiderman to get him out of the way. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. And of course, my instinct is to trust whatever the accusers are saying. Of course, mine too. Not not to believe them wholesale, but to no. to, to respect what they're saying and to listen to what they have to say. That's my and do a proper investigation like, I don't know, Christine Blasey Ford wanted. Exactly right. So that's that's where I think we should all land when it comes to these allegations. Absolutely. And it looks like there are giant holes in not only the Avenatti allegations, but also the Schneiderman allegations. Mm-hmm. So now he has basically been let off the hook Schneiderman Mm -hmm. and I wonder if the same thing is going to happen with Michael Avenatti interesting we'll see interesting it's it's I I want it investigated yeah you know that's all I want is it investigated properly everybody that needs to be interviewed gets interviewed and and the police base that on evidence yeah and the fact that Jacob Wall is involved just sends up a gigantic red flag to me I mean for God's sake Uh, Jacob Wall really really uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with this thing. Yeah, see, I'm sounding like Trump now. We'll see what happens. We'll, see what uh, <laughs> we'll take another break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, oh, Fox News. Some interesting Fox News. We were talking about Fox News earlier, but there's some real news with regard to Fox News. And we'll get into that right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska!
This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to our Thursday show. The great Jody Hamilton is here today. We're talking about uh, Trump's nipples. <laughs> Bob. And we're getting uh, stymied by a Jewish website for some reason. That's also <laughs> happening. Oh, the Jewish voice. Yeah, everyone's asking you to turn off your ad blocker on websites now. I've noticed that. Yeah, they are. That's become mm-hmm. a thing. And I use, <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. I'm such an asshole. I shouldn't be using ad blocker. I should be supporting all these sites. But some of them, wow. Some yeah, of them, some of those pop-ups are just annoying. Some of these news websites are just now festooned with all varieties of advertising in every available square inch of white space. It's now filled Mm -hmm. with pop-ups and... Yeah, you can't uh, get away from it. You can't hit pause. You can't... It's awful. Yeah. I mean, there was one site that I just... I accidentally had my volume turned way up because I was listening to music earlier and I I turned off the music eventually and then a couple hours later, I went to this news site and there was an audio ad that started and it just it literally almost made my head explode it was so fucking loud in my right in my face uh but anyway so uh by the way fox news uh has now in a in a weird move and again this kind of again makes me wonder what's happening with fox news they're now supporting this cnn lawsuit against the trump administration uh, you know you want to know why it's because if 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 the tables were turned and it was a democratic demagogue who didn't like Fox news and yeah. did the same thing. They don't want that to happen in the future to them. It's, it's self-serving on them, but they're also right. They need to support this or they look like the partisans that they are. Weird amount of foresight from Fox. News. You know, that's, that's like a perfectly good explanation for why they're doing this. It's just so odd to see any yeah. outfit, any sort of Trump based or any sort of group within Trump's orbit taking such a forward-thinking approach. They're businessmen, and they understand, you know, when a Democrat gets back in office, that their ratings go up. Yeah. Um, and therefore, if they're kicked out of there, that's bad for them. Yeah. Well, usually so, it's about the it, eternal now for these people. All they care about is true. what's happening immediately right in front of them. But to, to have that kind of foresight to say, oh, yeah, you know what? There is going to be a Democratic president eventually, mm-hmm. and we don't want the Democratic president coming after Fox News press credentials. And, you know, in fact, the Fox News um, White House reporters are typically respectable journalists. They're not the demagogues that we see usually in, in Fox News prime time. Like they, I have a lot of respect for John Roberts. I think John Roberts has always been a, a, a strong reporter. What's right. go, what, what is that noise? Uh, something I said, uh, things went on. It was my phone. It's, oh, it's okay. a new one. <laughs> I thought someone was yelling outside your window, like getting your attention. Whoa. Hey, Jody, why is the hey. show always so weird when you're on? <laughs> <laughs> they do know where the bunker is. <laughs> well, speaking of weirdos, uh, let's dig into some midterm stuff here. Uh, Governor Rick Scott uh, has strangely recused himself from certifying his own election. Uh, This is actually kind of good news. This Uh shows that I think the conspiracy theory mongering on behalf of Trump and the other Republicans with regard to Florida is coming to a close. I think they're finding out that it doesn't have the kind of traction they were hoping that it would have. Right. Because, again, this is just the the standard recount process in in a, you know, following suit with a law that was passed by Republican members of the, Mm -hmm. you know, Florida legislature. 
and signed by a Republican governor of Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not some big conspiracy by the Democrats and the, you know, the deeply conflicted Mueller and whatever, you know, bumper sticker slogan Trump has come up with for the Democrats. And this is, again, we're just counting votes. We're not scamming anybody. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad to see that this has happened. There, there are fewer than 13,000 votes separating uh, Rick Scott and Bill Nelson. But did you see Rick Scott appeared in that? photo shoot uh up on the hill with mitch mcconnell and the other incoming republican senators oh that's not good yeah he'll be embarrassed if he actually doesn't get seated and you know for a second i thought you know what's going to happen mitch mcconnell's just going to swear him in whether they've certified the vote or not I mean, these are things, I mean, I don't know. There's no, a, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> I wouldn't put it, it's exactly right. I mean, it's just like, uh, this isn't a matter of conspiracy theorizing mm-hmm. to me. Uh, this is a matter of just keeping our eyes open. This is a matter of, oh yeah, we've been screwed a bunch of times. Mitch McConnell has done ends around on numerous occasions to sidestep the usual standard operating procedure, regular order in the, in the vernacular of John McCain. He did that, of course, with uh, Neil Gorsuch, where he lifted the, uh, the filibuster rule. Uh, he went nuclear on that. And of course, before that, he blocked Merrick Garland. These are all things that are entirely uh, possible uh, within Mitch McConnell's little teeny tiny turtle brain. Yeah, there he is talking yesterday about <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Don't, when you go and visit the Capitol building, don't leave your sandals behind because Mitch McConnell is immediately attracted to them and just goes to town. Bob Louise Seska. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just one of those days. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, 37% of voters want to see Trump reelected. Ugh, which is which is great on. news. I mean, great news uh, as a percentage. Thirty seven percent is not anywhere close to being a, a winning plurality. Thirty seven percent of voters. But then again, you want to wonder why? Who are these thirty seven percent? Who are these people? Who I know a people? lot of them are in my family. Yeah. And what's funny with my family? It's not my generation or older. It's the younger kids. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the nieces and nephews. I mean, one of my uh, nephews, his dad, not a blood relative, it's my sister who's his mother, mm-hmm. um, he's a tea partier, but that's the only one in my generation, and he's not a blood relative. It's his kids, uh, his one kid, and, and that kid's sister, and then my other sister's two children, and it's just very strange. I mean, not all of them in that generation, but it's like five or six of them. And I'm like, wait, you guys are supposed to be smarter. Yeah, and you know, one thing we uh, talked about on the postmortem show on Tuesday was there was a study recently where someone compiled the 14 specific traits that uh, that the are fascism. Sh- that are, yeah, well, no, the, I mean yeah. the 14 specific traits that are shared by uh, Trump supporters. Oh, these okay. are all the things that these are the reasons why you know certain percentage of voters in the United States support Donald Trump. These like these are the li- this is the list of explanations as to why they're doing this crazy thing they're doing, and it all makes sense. These are all things that we've talked about individually at one point or another. But if you if you haven't heard it yet, you want to listen to the uh, the Tuesday postmortem show with Buzz Burbank and me, uh, in which we talked about these fourteen things. I think we uh, detailed every single one of them, and so uh, yeah, you want to listen to that because that pretty much nails it that puts your finger right on what the red hats are thinking at this point um you know one last thing to talk about here uh with regard to matt whitaker i guess this is this show's been weird enough we might as well do this one um (laughs) matt whitaker with his world patent marketing outfit 
which is this uh, this scam company they put together with Matt Whitaker, right. where uh, they get people to uh, pay lots of money to market their inventions. Well, one of the things that they marketed, uh, they tried a marketing launch of something called the Masculine Toilet, which boasted a specially designed bowl to help well-endowed men avoid contact, unwanted contact with porcelain or water. Bob. What? So I guess what they're saying is that... If you uh, sit down to pee, this is your toilet? Yeah, if you're long enough that your your penis will actually dip into the water in the toilet. Wow. So that so they've made a specially designed toilet that I guess is extra deep so that you don't <laughs> you don't engage the liquid so to speak. They say here though and there's this is a, a kind of a misnomer in the uh, description here. They say the average male genitalia is between 5 inches and 6 inches. Right. Well, well that's erect. And right. I, I, who's got an erection that's facing downwards while they're sitting on the toilet to pee? Uh, what are they watching? I, I, well, I guess well, here, here's me questioning this scam invention marketing firm <laughs> that was run by Whitaker. <laughs> they don't know their science of penises. Don't they understand? And I'm, I'm, I'm hearing myself going, uh, Bob, Bob, it's, it's Matt Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, they don't understand how this shit works. Of course, they're mixing things up, you know, and they say here, well, this invention is designed for those of us who measure longer than that, which, of course, that makes sense. I guess there's a certain percentage, a very small percentage of guys whose flaccid penis measures longer than six inches. They're showers, not growers. That's that's right. So uh, this special toilet was not on the firm's. It was not the the firm's only notable offering. It marketed a slew of oddball inventions, including theoretical time travel commodity tied directly to the price of Bitcoin. Wow. Jesus Christ! If you you invest in that, you deserve to be screwed over. Uh huh. That's like dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, they called it uh, Time Travel X, and it's marketed as a technology, an investment vehicle, and a community of users. The cryptocurrency never materialized. The firm Shocking. also pitched uh, Sasquatch dolls, <laughs> promoting them with the video claiming that DNA evidence collected in 2013 proves that Bigfoot does exist. <laughs> this is your <laughs> acting attorney general, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Good God. They say uh, it couldn't get any weirder than it already is, but... <laughs> I'm talking about the. I'm not talking about today's show. I'm talking about Trump in this case. <laughs> the acting attorney general was marketing something uh, in which they were claiming that Bigfoot does exist. So sleep tight, America. Good luck. All right, we got a lot still to talk about. There's still a lot of things still. We didn't even get into Trump's tweets today. No. Oh my God, he went bananas about Russia and the new collusion really really pissed about russia and we've got some explanations as to what may have happened that prompted him to do a series of tweets this morning about you know playing the hits with regard right. to uh, robert Mueller and the russia investigation so i think these are pretty solid explanations too and i think a lot of you have a fairly good sense of what this might be all about <laughs> indictment <laughs> indictment he just heard about some maybe he heard about don jr I'm hoping Don Jr. gets indicted. Fingers crossed. Dare to dream, huh? It's all coming up on the Postmortem Show. That's next. In fact, what happens is, is we continue to just talk right as soon as this music ends. 
And if you want to hear everything, if you want to hear the show just as it's recorded, but without commercials, go right now to our Patreon page and sign up for $15 a month. That support gets you the ultimate edition of this podcast. It's this show without any commercials, but including seamlessly at the end, we have the uh, post-mortem show, which is just a lot of additional talking about things that we didn't get to during the free portion of the show. Plus, that $15 a month also gets you the after-party podcast on Fridays with me and Kimberly A. Johnson. And you get the post-mortem show, too. And it's included in the free show, right? You get all that stuff for $15 a month. That's just pennies per show. So go right now to our uh, website, bobseska.com. Click the all-caps Patreon link and go sign up, why don't you? Thank you for doing that. By the way, Jody Hamilton can be found at from-the-bunker.com and at from-the-bunker-jr, from-the-bunker-junior on Twitter. All right. We'll see you on the after party tomorrow, folks. Take care, everybody. Oh, yeah, by the way, I meant to say only one show next week. We're doing a Tuesday show, but we're not doing a Wednesday show. We're not doing a Thursday show. We're not doing a Friday show. Oh, well, you no, got to get sorry. the time off. All right. Have a great weekend, folks. Bye-bye.